0: Welcome to St. Louis on the Air, I'm Don Marsh. Americans are being encouraged to rethink how we dispose of recyclables. That's caused in part because China is backing off accepting contaminated U.S. solid waste, primarily plastics, which the Chinese have been recycling. Municipalities here are scrambling to find cost-effective means of disposing of recyclable trash. A consumer re-education campaign is underway here, sponsored by the sustainability organization One STL. It's called Recycle Responsibly. Joining me in studio to talk about the campaign and the need for it are Jenny Went, senior project Manager with University City's Public Works Department and chair of the One STL Recycling Working Group, Rachel Greathouse is the Recycling Program Specialist for Brightside, St. Louis. Thanks so much for being with us.
1: Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you.
0: Well, we do have an issue here, Jenny. Let me start with you. Uh, kind of lay out the problem, if you would, and 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 if you would uh, tell us a little bit more about China's involvement. I'm sorry. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well. Um,
0: this is Rachel, by the way,
1: right? No, this is Jenny.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I Forgive me. Forgive me. <laughs> That's I, okay. Yeah.
1: So uh, China enforced its national sword policy as of January 1st this year. Before that, they had a green fence policy that had tried to reduce contamination of the recyclable loads that would come to China. This one, they really cracked down hard, and they cut out contamination basically down to 0.5%. We are not able to meet that, and they had been telling us for a while that we needed to reduce the contamination in the loads, and um, we hadn't really, not just us, but the Western world really hadn't met those yeah. criteria.
0: If I can just interrupt, what, when we talk contamination, what are we talking about?
1: The, anything that's not supposed to be in that load. So if it's a load of paper, it could have plastic bags, it could have food waste, it could have little pieces of metal, but little pieces of glass, but a lot of it is plastic that ends up in a bale of mixed paper, say. And,
0: and how is that affecting uh, us here in the St. Louis area?
2: Yeah, for, as far as education goes, um, a lot of people are just, um, they see plastic bags and they see, you know, what we call the recycling symbol or the chasing arrows on a plastic bag and they think, oh, I can recycle it. And so, from a standpoint of education here, um, just because it has a recycling symbol on it doesn't mean that it's recyclable. And so, that's a big point that um, we are trying to come across as the region um, to have a unified recycling message that um, plastic bags are a number one contaminant in all recycling bins um, and nowhere are they accepted in our St. Louis metro area. Um, Only plastic bottles and containers um, are accepted in your recycling bin.
0: This plastic bag issue has been around for a while needless to say. Uh, Is this problem being approached in the right way? It seems to me that maybe you go to the, the source and tell schnooks and people like that not to use plastic bags anymore.
2: Yeah, that would be a great idea, you know. Um, but unfortunately, we have a ban on banning plastic bags, um, so we can't go straight to the source. So um, the residents are the source at this time um, that we can approach. And um, asking them to reduce their plastic bag usage overall, bring your own reusable bags, is a big way that, that you can reduce your uh, plastic bag overall usage.
0: Yeah, but then again, we've been singing this song for a long time and it doesn't seem to be working. The the consumer seems to be very happy with the plastic bags.
1: I think it's the fact that it's a free item. Um, I think, you know, if you go to other areas within this country or Canada or different countries where they charge even five cents for a bag, then people are reluctant to take one. So it's not really the dollar amount. It's just the fact that it's free, I think, that really pushes that usage.
0: Well, that is true. Uh, and apparently, this you may not be totally familiar with this, but I've been hearing stories about these islands of plastic bags in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. You're both not. <laughs> 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 t- tell me what you know about, about that. I mean, this sounds most striking.
2: Yeah, um, we are having a huge plastic um, epidemic in our oceans and across um, our world. We're actually having um, an art plastic bag, art installation today at the World's Fair Pavilion in Forest Park, um, where we have tied together 2,663 plastic bags, which represents the number of plastic bags that get used per second in the United States. So that's not even in the world, that's just in the US, 2,663. So we're having a huge epidemic um, of, of usage and um, and you know, uh, here in St. Louis, a lot of people think when we talk to kids, um, we don't live near an ocean, you know, we're not the the ones causing the issue, but we have the Mississippi River right next to the arch. So, you know, when, once all this snow melts or um, it carries and picks up little plastic and plastic bags are really light, they easily make it to the ocean. So St. Louis is part of the uh, problem, but we can also be part of the solution. Yeah.
0: Well, you see these plastic bags flying around. I mean, they're, they, they're so light, they they fly when it rains or snows and they, they wash into the storm drains and then they're in the river and then they're in the ocean. Mm-hmm.
1: They are. And yeah. I think they did a study recently <clears throat> in the Gulf of Mexico and they found that 40% of the plastics come from the Mississippi River. So it's not just things that end up in the ocean from the coastal cities. It's things that come from riverbeds. And not just riverbeds, they found that wildlife in the middle of America, they, they also have plastics in their bodies. So mm. it's, it's a nationwide epidemic for sure. Uh,
0: get, getting back to a, a little closer to home, uh, I'm surprised to hear there isn't some sort of coordinated policy going on in our many, many municipalities here to deal with the issues such as this. W- why not?
1: <clears throat> well, a lot of it is business. And um, economic development. And, uh, it really needs to start with the stores and the producers. There should be, um, a little bit more accountability for the businesses that are actually handing out the bags. Um, and that's hard to do as well because, you know, if one, a retailer says, well, we're going to start charging a little bit per bag, and then next one will say, well, we have free bags. And so unless everybody does it and it's just it, – and then it becomes like a corporate issue and then it goes even higher and then it's an international issue. It's just well,
0: – what we've been hearing also that some of the municipalities were going to even stop collecting recyclables. Is that correct? And it seems to me that uh, it, it was supposed to happen but didn't.
1: It didn't. So um, when the – we had three recycling plants in the region – And two of them are Republic Recycling and one was resource management. And resource management closed its doors as of October 31st. And so a lot of municipalities were scrambling, but almost everybody has found a solution. So far about 80% of the municipalities in the region, and I mean like over 180 municipalities, still single stream recycle at the curb as they always had. They just had to, we had to be really creative and find places to take all those recyclings. It's just increased the cost, whereas we used to make money for recycling and now we're paying a little bit for this, paying for the service. Where,
0: where are these things taken now? Land, uh, landfills? Is no, that real, no, no,
1: definitely not. No. Um, oh. They are taken, 80% is still taken to Republic Recycling. So they have two plants and they, they are maxed out at their capacity. Um, there are a few other recycling processors in the area, and then some of the material are is being um, transported to another recycling processing plant outside of St. Louis area.
0: Mm-hmm. Is the genie uh, out of the bottle with regard to China? I mean, is there anything that we can do to get ourselves into a more compliant uh, position with the Chinese?
2: I, I think from a standpoint of don't be a wishful recycler. That's something that we like to say in our um, field often is if it's not on the list, it's not in the bin. So that's really important. The only things that are accepted in your recycling bin, your single stream, the 80% of this area is paper, cardboard, make sure you flatten it, your plastic bottles and containers, glass bottles and jars, metal food and beverage cans, and food and beverage cartons. If it doesn't fit in one of those six categories, it does not belong in your recycling bin. So what we found is a lot of people hope that something can be recycled when it really can't. So um, they just, we call them wishful. Um, but ultimately, once it goes to the recycling processing center, it then ultimately will go to the landfill. Um, so you're just being a wishful recycler and it's not really getting recycled. If it's your garden hose or your plastic bag or styrofoam, it's it's not getting too uh Re- it's not being recycled. so
0: Maybe I miss this, but what should I do with the plastic bag that I just brought home today? What do I
2: do? Yeah, with it? so um, grocery stores and retail stores, take them back. There's usually a box that's just uh, right inside or right outside the store, where you can take all your plastic bags and film. Film includes um, any soft plastic like Ziploc bags or um, your cereal bags. So things that stretch, um, that's plastic film. So all of those can go back to the grocery store and um, retail stores. Uh, you can Look at plasticfilmrecycling.org to find participating um, places to take those. But if you want more information about our 1STL overall regional message, Mm -hmm. go to recycleresponsibly.org.
0: All right, we'll put a link to that site on our website at uh, stlpublicradio.org. Ray, on Twitter, just said exactly the same thing that you did. That most grocery stores do have some place where you can put those bags. We have a couple of callers who want to get into the conversation. Let's uh, let's bring them in. Eric in St. Louis, we'll start with you. You're on the air.
2: Hi. Um, I am always uh, looking for ways to reduce the number of plastic bags I use, but I have cats and uh the only advice I ever see on how to get rid of cat litter is just to use a plastic bag, and that's a new one every time I scoop the box, and um, obviously that has to go straight into the trash, and I you know, really can't find any other way to, uh, any guidance on anything else to use but that, and I was wondering if you had any, um, <laughs> any advice.
0: Well, the first thing you've got to do is throw that cat a bone or something. <laughs> 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 Seems like it's hungry or angry. <laughs> Both. Thank you, Eric. Who wants to take his uh, question?
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, I understand there are pet owners that um, plastic bags is a great solution um, to that. Uh, Paper bags work, too. I I have done that. I'm a cat owner as well. Um, So I've used paper bags before um, to scoop out the litter as well. And bread bags, Mm -hmm. um, Ziploc
1: bags that are used, that are contaminated, can also be used for that. But sometimes things do belong in the landfill, and that's okay as long as... It's being put there because there's not a because it can't be recycled. So sometimes you don't need to worry about it. It's better to put it in the landfill where it belongs than end up being litter and washed into a river or the ocean.
0: Okay, let's take another call. Alice joins us from Kirkwood. Alex, go ahead. Alice.
1: Hi. Yes. Um. I just wanted to go back to the point about um, people not wanting to have to pay for plastic bags at retailers. I just wanted to point out that as consumers, we're essentially already paying for those plastic bags that some people go home with because the retailers have to buy them. So that cost must be passed along to us. So the more that we start to use reusable bags, um, I would think that that savings would in some way be passed along to us too. So maybe that'll appeal t- to people who are, um, you know, trying to pinch a penny by
2: not buying a few reusable bags.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, the cost does probably ultimately get passed down to us. Um, this month, we have been um, working with a couple of grocery stores to get our recycling responsibly campaign out there, and that's been Ruler Foods, Straubs, Local Harvest, and Walmart, that they have let us um, go out on Saturday mornings this month. To um, you know, share this information that plastic bags do not belong in your recycling bin. So they have been really gracious um, to let us do that. And also in the
1: Delmar Loop, there are 11 stores that are um, working with us on this working with us on this campaign, and they're handing out some reusable bags for the next few weekends, along with information about how where to take the recycling plastic bags, and your recycling in general.
0: So you are getting some cooperation from th- these folks. I yes, mean that's, yes, that's, that's certainly good. And with, this
1: is one initiative, and then we're going to have another one in April, and we should be having getting more stores on mm-hmm. by then, too. All
0: right. Let's take another call. We'll bring in Jay. Jay, I thank you for waiting. You're on the air. Yeah, hi, folks. Uh, every time I go to the leading grocery store in this area in numbers, at least, um, they uh, they always want to put everything in plastic bags. If you have a bottle of milk that has a handle on it or, a, or one or two oranges, they want to put it in a plastic bag. I always, of course, refuse that. And I always tell the clerk and sometimes the manager, you know, only 11% of these bags are getting recycled. And uh, can't we uh, at least offer paper more? You have to always lead with the plastic. Do um, you have a feel for what the cost of paper bags is versus um, the plastic bag?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so paper um, you know, uses quite a lot of resources as well um, as plastic. Um, you know, ultimately they do have a better outlet to recycle. We try to really push as much as possible to bring your reusable bags. Um, you know, trees have to grow years and years and years um, before they're able to be harvested. And usually one tree, you know, gets about 700 paper bags um, per tree. Mm. So, you know, growing for 15 years and getting less than a 1,000 paper bags out of it, um, you know, let, paper is a good option if you forgot your reusable bag. But, you know, let's try to take it a little bit step further and bring our reusables. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's a double whammy. I mean, obviously paper it's, and plastic, both... Uh, uh, a problem with regard to environmental issues. Let's take another call. Joan and Florissant, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi. I was just going to mention um, my teacher and I had a, a student working at a grocery store here in St. Louis in the summer, and he was told in his training that he should say, is plastic okay? And, you know, most of us are polite, and we see a young kid working, and we say, yeah, sure, it's okay. And uh, apparently, according to him, they at that store... It is a little bit um, to their advantage to use plastic instead of paper, and um, so just I'm just suggesting be aware of that question, and you may want to be polite, but just you know just think about it before you say yeah sure, um, and that's my comment.
1: Thank you. Yeah. You yeah. know, and we are really reaching out to these the retailers across this region to try to encourage the the education about the plastic bags and the use of reusable. And the more retailers we get on board, then the more will come on board. You know, it definitely is a domino effect.
0: We'll take one more call. Time will allow us to bring in Steve calling from St. Louis. Steve, you're on the air. Thank you. Uh, Just a quick comment. China has basically banned the importation of U.S. waste paper entirely starting 2020. There's a couple of grades that you can still... If you have the right political connections like uh, number 11 OCC old corrugated containers, that you can still slip in there. But mixed waste is out of China, and China was the market for mixed waste paper. And as the adage says, goes, if you only have one customer, you don't have a customer, and that is China. Anyone want to comment on the comment?
1: Well, I think that. You know, you had mentioned if there was hope for getting China back, and what we need to do as a country is create our own domestic infrastructure, and we are starting. I mean, when when this came on, the national sword came into effect. Everybody was scrambling, and we still are to an effect, but there are multiple paper mills coming online within this country and in this region. Um, It just, of course, takes time for them to come up, so while that's happening, it's going to you know, we're going to be looking for outlets for our mixed paper. And um, within this region, we had sent some mixed paper still to, I think down south a little bit. I'm not sure where there was a paper mill down there, and there's a paper mill up north um, that we've been using, but um, we need more domestic infrastructure.
0: Do you have any sense of of where we are in in terms of the, the big international picture and commitment to uh, environmental issues such as this? <laughs> It
1: depends on who you compare us to internationally. I mean, um, Europe, the EU just banned, right, or they are getting ready to ban single-use, some single-use plastic or all-single-use plastic. Um, Wow, that's a big step. Yeah, we are definitely nowhere near that. Um, When we have in our region a ban on banning plastic bags, then I seriously, (laughs) we're not there. But then, of course, there's other developing nations we are way ahead of. But um, what we need to do as individuals, local government, and big business is to tackle it ourselves and not just wait for there to be regulations um, on the state and federal level. A grassroots effort.
0: Uh, In the few seconds we have left, you have an event that's already underway today. What is going on, and uh, how can people get involved?
2: Yeah, so we are at the World's Fair Pavilion in Forest Park, and um, we have organizations on site of how you can uh, um, learn more about reducing your plastic bag usage um, and what you can do. Your small steps make a big impact, and so by reducing, you know, saying no to uh, grocery store plastic bags or retail store plastic bags, that makes a difference. So come out and see the art installation. We're really excited, and um, all these groups have been working hard together regionally to create this message.
0: And how long will that be going on?
2: Till 3 p.m. today.
0: Okay, still a couple of hours mm-hmm. to, to get yes. involved. Well, Jenny Wendt, and uh, with the uh, One STL Recycling Working Group, thank you for being with us. And Rachel Greathouse, the Recycling Program Specialist for Brightside St. Louis. Thank you both for being thank with you. us. It's great Very to much. see you. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.